What is the crack, everyone? B2B Sports, we are back. And it's nearly the end of the Premier League season, mate. In a long 38 match weeks. Mate, don't you think this has actually been the longest Premier League season ever? Like... It feels really long. It also feels really short at times. Like, I can't believe it's come this soon. But also, two calls fired at the beginning of the season. Yeah, exactly. That whole... It makes sense in my head. That whole handshake thing with Conte, where they like yeah. had a bit of beef and squared up to each other and like wouldn't let go of each other's hands, that was like yeah. <laughs> that honestly doesn't compute in my head. That makes it that that feels like two years ago. It's mad, and think about it. We had a World Cup as well. Like we had a yeah. World Cup this year. I know, I know that was a little bit more recent than than that, but it's it's mad. And maybe the World Cups actually elongated it a little bit, made it seem so long. Tuchel in charge of Chelsea, that seems like an absolute lifetime ago. I mean, you'd take that now, wouldn't you? Well, 100%, mate, 100%. <laughs> 100%. I saw, like, like a Chelsea fan t- uh, on Twitter was, like, um, put a video of, like, uh, this time a year ago, last season, and it was Conte, um, Conte it was uh, Tuchel, um, like, clapping the Chelsea fans the, the last game of the season, and all the crowd mm. was singing, like, I don't know, the chant for Tuchel or whatever. And yeah. since then, we've had about three managers and flipping 11th or 12th. <laughs> the fact that you, you sacked him in September or whatever it was, that just doesn't make any sense. The fact that you can kind of had a worse season than your first, like, one month, doesn't it just doesn't compute. We're going to have our lowest ever points tally in the Premier League era as well, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. Anyway, we, we move. Uh, Man City were crowned champions at the weekend as they beat Chelsea 1-0 um, any Lovely. complaints any complaints on that one or you know um, David, no you? I think I think um, lots of people are saying that Gary Neville deserves an apology for his prediction um, that Arsenal that Arsenal not that Arsenal would bottle it but that City are a different breed at the end of the season um, that they might finish 10 points clear mate you hit that to a T didn't you yeah, honestly, he hit it to an absolute tee. So you've got to give him credit because some of the stuff he just does come up with is a bit mad. But that was so on point. Mm. Um, and the fact that it it's all happened exactly how he said it would. Um, I think it's... At one stance, I think Arsenal have bottled the league more times than anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's. I think there was actually a stat saying, like, the percentage of... Uh, I was at the of the season, somebody was first, but didn't win the league. I think the first three are like Arsenal. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, but this year, they've been, they've been first in the, in the league for like 94% of the season. Yeah, I think it's like 240 odd days or something. Like yeah. something crazy. Um, um, I think I, th- I think they're the like games in hand they had in the last few months probably helped that. But still, 90 odd percent, and you don't, and you, and you'd probably lose the league by. Nearly ten points. Yeah, he's mad. That, that does that's ridiculous. Um, obviously, Arsenal have had a great season, and it really has just been this 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 uh, this last bit has ruined it. Just capitulated. It was that it was when they drew like they drew a few games in a row, didn't they? they drew to like Liverpool. Um, yes, yeah, so they, they drew two all to Liverpool, uh, three all to Southampton. Yeah, that Southampton game was mad. Um, and then lost to City. Yeah, they was... drew to... Did they drew to City? No, they lost um, to City 4-1, weren't it? And they got battered. Yeah. 
at the Etihad. And they just, yeah, just haven't really recovered. I mean, lost to Knott's Forest. Mm. Um, uh, and Knott's Forest, credit to them for staying in the Premier League and, and doing bits, but Arsenal should have won that game. Yeah. And it, I think yeah. it's a mad stat, well, not a stat, but it's fact that I think it's the first time in a long time where all three promoted mm. sides have, are, are now staying in the Premier League. That's that's fair play to them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, most of them are in the bottom half of the table, but mm. they have to stay up. Stay up. Um, yeah, I think it's, City have probably deserved champions, deserved champions this year. Um, do you think they? Do you think they can do the treble? I'm I'm scared that they will. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I can't see Inter Milan. I think lost at the weekend. I I can't see them beating City. I, and to be honest, I can't really see United beating City in the FA Cup. You just you just hope that you know the derby game in the final will be a, you know put a bit of pressure back on City. Whereas I, think I don't think that's the best chance that yeah. anyone has of stopping their treble at the moment um, is that United game. Just because of like we tend to do well in a derby every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, we need Solskjaer back. I mean, I don't think we lost a derby game. <laughs> uh, what a season that was! Yeah, I don't think we don't think we lost a derby game, but it was one of our worst seasons ever. It was great. Um, so yeah, I, I I can't see us stopping them. And if they win the treble, that's just 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 hurts. Bury your head, mate, until the new season starts again. Um, but yeah, just I mean, Man City have been so good for. A, for a while now, and they've finally found that piece, that yeah. big, massive Norwegian bloke up top that that fits perfectly, and and I think he he's probably just kicked them on to to yeah. the next gear. Um, I think people like saying Harland makes them a worse team that they don't play as well. Just ridiculous. Like he scored thirty six goals in his first season. I think Andy Cole has come out and said that he'll struggle next year. I yeah, I don't know what point. This season has, has made you think he will struggle. No, I can't see There's him. Struggling. No game that makes it look like. Obviously, he didn't. He hasn't scored against Chelsea. Yep. Um, which is the only team that stopped him. So that's Chelsea's trophy this year. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, for, <laughs> I'll take some uh, this year. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I think uh, I think he's just going to get better and better. And if he scores fifty again next season, it's just. Ridiculous. I saw something on like Twitter and social media and stuff this week, and he's just he just seems obviously I've heard a lot of people say this. He's like the most unproblematic guy. He's out here mm-hmm. just playing Minecraft and just wearing pretty much PJs to their like title mm-hmm. winning party. And he's just he just seems like he just don't give any fucks. At all. No, he's great. I think I I think he's a not breath of fresh air. I think there's other players like him, but um, I think. In terms of that kind of player, doesn't seem to like he has an ego, but it doesn't seem to be the be all and end all. Not like right. Ronaldo, who literally just gets pissed off with the thing if it's not about him, um, or even a Messi, who's very quiet and doesn't really say much. And when he does, he still says he's the best. Um, like Harland, he just wants to be there to play football. That's all he think, all he cares about. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I think that's. It's just it's it's nice to see. It's sad to see that 
Um, Solskjaer tried to sell him to United for four million a few years back, but that's a that's a bit of a kick in the teeth. Good old Glazers, eh? <laughs> to be fair, he probably wouldn't be the same player. No, if he came I mean, United that one. when you've got Kevin De Bruyne and Gundogan and Bernardo Silva and putting them on a putting them on a plate for him, then yeah, then you know it's going to be a lot easier. But it's yeah. going to be interesting with City next year because I think they could potentially lose Gundogan. Um, I think he's rumored to go to Barcelona, but then there's also a rumor that um, Man City are trying to work out a swap deal for Bayern for Cancelo to go to Bayern and Man City to get Joshua Kimmich, which doesn't seem fair to me. But it's not particularly a like for like switch that. <laughs> no, not really a like for like. But it'll, if Gundogan goes, it will definitely fill that hole. Um, do. Like, they don't need Cancelo, obviously. Um, <laughs> So, but I I thought that Cancelo like they didn't they didn't want Cancelo like they, they yeah hardly I, played. I thought that um, apparently Bayern want Ronaldo so what was happening there but, awesome. um, yeah. and also like Bernardo Silva is he is he still staying like he, I, he was getting signed by like Real Sociedad last year and then didn't go and then now he's still City's best, one of one of the best players like he's wanted out. Like him and City have, have sort of had a love hate relationship. I swear he, yeah, yeah, like you said, he was going to go about two seasons in a row now. He's just yeah. still there kicking ball and being an absolute baller. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was like, um, was it last year or beginning this year? Like, I think De Bruyne got injured and then he played and he was literally the best player. He like, kept scoring. He loved scoring. Loved scoring in a derby, which is sick. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. Interested to see where he goes. Um, apparently, United have two hundred mil to spend in this transfer window. Don't start on this whole Neymar bullshit. <laughs> Neymar, Neymar, you never know. Neymar wants out. I mean, Messi wants out. I like what, what, what's, what's to stop us going the whole hog here? I think, I think that if Neymar came to the Prem, obviously, don't get me wrong, he's an incredible player, but he has so many long spouts out due to injury as it is it appears to I think one huge cha- challenge from Ben Mee and he'd be out for the whole season do you know what I mean like he would get crunched he would get crunched um, Dan Burns not going to be having any of it let's be real <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think everyone wants to see him in the Premier League but yeah I don't know how, how he'll handle it yeah for sure um, but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some big moves like Messi like Sam said like um, is he going to go to to Saudi Arabia or is he going to have one more one more move in Europe? Um, I but he might go back to Barca. Really interesting, interesting. I think I don't even know Barca's funds anymore. They're like banks. No, no. <laughs> they managed to win the league despite being like five hundred million in debt. Yeah, having to um, like some of their players not being registered properly, so I have to play for like. The reserves. Yeah, so I don't get that team. Let's talk about uh, La Liga because it's not been the greatest of weeks for La Liga. Um, Vinicius Junior was subjected to quite a lot of racist abuse in their game against uh, Valencia. I think it was at Valencia. Um, mate, it was just mad. It was actually grim to see and, and hear. And like, obviously, they were they were chanting awful things. Um, but he pointed it out to the referee, who then 
VAR went went to the monitor. He then sent him off, even though he was then being obviously being racially abused, and then he got chokeholded out of the way. Exactly, he got sent off. I don't under, I don't understand it. And then all the everyone who seems to be associated with the Spanish teams and that Spanish league have basically said this is a specific problem. This is it. It doesn't happen any other time. Yeah, when it quite clearly does, and oh. we've seen it happen plenty of times. I think Valencia, Valencia have probably done the thing. What they should have done is is they've they banned them for life from the from the stadium. But like the um, president of La Liga has basically said, this isn't this isn't a a, a league wide what wide problem. No. This is a very minuscule part of the league. Um, I think they posted like a picture of a stadium and then like a section outside of the stadium for racists, which I don't understand that because is, is there a stand just outside just for racists? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that what they're building? Um, uh, yeah, it's, it baffles me um, the way they handle it. I think Diego Simeone has also come out and said um, like Spanish people aren't racist. It's... And uh, saying so, so saying this is basically it's not a problem, not a big problem. But like it's, it's similar to the problem in in Italy um, with Lukaku getting absolutely hounded over there. Um, it seems to be quite big in Europe. It does, yeah. Sadly, sadly, we're no better, really. So obviously, yeah. not probably don't get as as extreme as that. But you know, there has been still instances in in England as well, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, just going like going back to the Vinicius Junior thing, it's just like I think they tried to like justify it because they're like, oh, he riles up the crowd. He like you know he he'll mm-hmm. speak to the crowd. Like that's that's got nothing to do with it like at all. And to be fair, he didn't he didn't react in like an outrageous way. <laughs> like he was start, like he kicking was... like Canton or like kicking a fan or anything, did he? Exactly. Like <laughs> if anything, he was he was like restricting himself. He uh, that's just. And the fact that he got sent off, it just—I it, just don't get it. Just don't it's, get it. It's actually mind-boggling. Um, it, it's just crazy, absolutely crazy. A proper shame to see. And I think um, he's done some good posts this week about it, standing up for himself and saying that um, I, just, I don't want any hashtags. I want, I want um, sort of punishments. I want like sort of something to happen. And he's right, totally right to say that. You know, yeah. you can't, the amount of times you've said, you know you know pray for this or you know stand up for this but in reality it happens again next week so if yeah, you don't same it's similar to the like the um kneeling before or just after kickoff or just before kickoff like it got it gets to a point where yes you've you've brought it into the bigger picture but that's when something else needs to happen exactly. um, just kneeling every week for weeks on end isn't doing anything there needs to be a points deduction or there needs to be a stadium ban or, or something like that to deter people from doing it again because otherwise it's not going to change. It's not going to change. Sad, sad situation. But yeah, that was a that was a big, big shame to see this week. Um, and then moving on into Italy, I heard that um, the Napoli head coach apparently might leave at the end of the season, which is such a weird... How does that make any sense? They've won their first league title in like God knows how long by so many points, and I think he don't get along with the board. I think the owner. I was going to say I, I I heard that it's not particularly a decision that he's made. 
but the board, but like that would be a stupid decision from the board because he's basically God at the moment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's one of the most well liked person in Napoli. If they if they sacked him, like there'd be riots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, very odd. Thinking Syria out as well. Um, Juventus were actually handed their <clears throat> ten point deduction, uh, so they're now outside the European sports. I think they were like second or third what? or something. Now they're dropped down to seventh, so they're out out of Europe. Um, I mean, Milan have gotten in. I think so. I think so. At the minute, I don't think the season's is. I don't think the season's over. But yeah, Juventus always seem to be in the mud somehow. <laughs> I don't understand. Did they? Did they? They got it, and then they they took it away. Took it away, and now it's been put back on. I think. I don't know. It's a weird one. Very strange. So yeah, Milan now fourth by three points for two games to go. Two games to go. Bloody hell. I don't really see much appeal from Juventus on social media, so maybe like they kind of like knew <laughs> knew something about it was going on. Is it for is it for the same thing for a different thing? I have no idea. The, the board of guarantor of the Italian Olympic Committee suspended the original fifteen point penalty and ordered a review. And that has changed to 10 points. So it was, it was going to be more? So they fall temporarily to 7th. Temporarily? Could it doesn't mean that they can't come back at all. Jesus Christ. They're um, going to be going up and down this table like nobody's business. Who knows if you've anyone? Who knows? Um, I think uh, staying in Italy, I think you... Um, Jose Mourinho has done it again. I think they're uh, Roma into another European final. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I saw the stats of their second leg game in the semi-final. I think they had like twenty-eight percent possession. It's like classic okay. Mourinho, vintage Mourinho performance. Um, okay. and I think if Tammy wins, I think I think if Tammy wins, um, um, he's won every single club European competition there is to win. Oh yeah, fair. Fair enough to him. Um, I think West Ham are for his their conference uh, Europa League uh, conference final. Um, so they're fair play to that's them. That's a bit of a weird season for them, isn't it? Like they were scrapped oh, out in relegation for so long, pretty much safe now, and now they're free to European final. Like, doesn't make any sense. And like, I, they they do have a chance of winning that. To be honest, they do. They do. I think they're playing well. Urientina in the final. Yeah, we were pretty sick. To be fair, yeah. Um, so it'd be tough for them, but very interesting. Um, and the then in the league. They are eleventh, so pretty similar seasons. Yeah. Um, I think there was an absolute madness in the League One playoff uh, semi final, right? Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday in Peterborough. Is it Peterborough? Oh my word! Peterborough won four 0 on the first leg, and then Sheffield did the unthinkable in the ninety eighth minute. Managed to bring it back to four 0 Yeah, four 0 So four all overall. Um, madness. Wasn't there a couple goals in? in... A couple goals in extra time. Yep. Um, which again, mad. It went to penalties. Yeah, just I, I feel bad for Peterborough. Like you won four 0 That should be pretty plain sailing. There was like um. I think there was like a Sheffield Wednesday fan that like ripped ripped up his ticket. Oh yeah, I saw that. It was oh, like after, yeah, after the first leg, he was like ripping up his ticket, saying, oh, "I'm done with, I'm done with this club, whatever." 
And now he's like, obviously, they're through to the playoff final. Whether he got a ticket, he's ticket back to watch that second leg. I don't know. But um... No, he doesn't deserve it. No, he don't deserve it, no. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you bought a ticket, just go watch them. <clears throat> I think that's the stupidest thing I've seen. But uh, it's uh, but to be fair, most of the playoffs this year have been mad. Mad, absolutely and, great. Uh, Notts County somehow somehow winning their game. Yeah, no, that was a bit... Because everyone was like saying, oh, Notts County deserve it if Wrexham go up. Do you know what I mean? And, um, I mean, I can I can kind of understand it. it it's, it's a bit harsh that only one team gets to automatic promotion from the National League. Um, and also they, they got like, they did get over 100 points. But then again, then again, that's the way the rules are. So you kind of have to suck it up. Um, but their semi-final, they were 2-0 down, 1-3-2 in the last minute. Um, they were, what were they? What were they, t- they were 2-1 two, uh, two down. Tino down, something like that. And they managed to bring it back to, they scored in like the 80s something minute. And I think they, there might have been a couple of goals in extra time as well. Um, and they went to penalties and managed to win on penalties. They they did they did a tactical goalkeeper substitution. Classic Chelsea. Um, yeah, uh, which paid off well. Um, I think they were like, this, they, they're bringing this, they're subbing on this keeper. He saved a penalty during the season, like just one. That's a lot to risk on just one penalty. You say one penalty this year, <laughs> um, uh, so but I mean, yeah, they, they managed it and I they did deserve it, but um, harsh for the other teams. Bournemouth played well against them, obviously dominated, but yeah, tough. Is it Bournemouth in the final? No, not in the final, they played in the semi. Oh, okay, um, but Bournemouth in the semi. <laughs> um, in other news this week, Ivan Tony got suspended eight months for his betting. Scam. Yeah. Do you think that's fair? I mean, I, I I don't really understand. Like, it gets eight months, which is quite long for betting, but you can get a lot. You can get like an eight game ban for being racist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't really equate. Um, and like, yeah, you can. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't understand the betting on yourself. I understand if you're then like. Saying like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll get sent off and get sent off, and like properly actually rigging the games. But if you're just betting on Brentford to win, I don't even, I don't think he was. <clears throat> I don't even think he was betting on himself or Brentford. I think he was betting on other fixtures that weren't involving his team. Oh, but why why does that mean he can't bet? Apparently, it's just you can't bet. You yeah, you can't. If you're a sports person, you can't bet apparently on any on any sport. Oh. Supposedly. But yeah, it's, it's uh, I, th- I think eight months is quite harsh. I think a lot of people were saying that, like, it is harsh because you've still got football clubs that have gambling's like sponsorships on their on their shirts. Yeah, so many do. Like, it's not like they're like trying to go against gambling and say it's really, like the worst thing. Like, most of the teams are sponsored by some yeah. sort of betting company. Um, Premier League is probably sponsored by a betting. It's just, it's all a bit backwards. Um, eight months, and obviously they've known about this since before the World Cup. A long time, man. Yeah, a long time. Um, because everyone's wondering why he didn't get in the England squad, and then it came out that he bet on like two hundred and thirty games. I mean, um, which is a lot when you know you you're not supposed to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, you'd think you could do it a bit more subtly than just, oh, yeah, I've, I've made my own bit account and just, just started like doing one, it. Yeah, just one flutter there, one flutter there, but no, like 200. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a bit ridiculous. Um, but, and they and they brought in the ban at the end of the season. Like, well, he can technically come back to training in, yeah, and he can technically come back to training in four months. So basically September, mm-hmm. I think, cause it's, like, sometime in September is the first time he put, like they're giving him the ban at the best possible time. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, um, summer break. But like they're giving it to him in November, so he can't play the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think it's very odd timing. I think the ban is a lot for what it was at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I think it's a bit a bit much. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Don't get me wrong; it is wrong if you're not allowed to do that and you still do it. Yeah, against the rules, yeah against the rules and also i just don't to like end on this like i don't understand like he's minted like what what if you know i could understand if like you know you're betting just to try and win win some more money to like you know Mm. have buy a new shirt or something at the end of a payment or whatever but you're minted like why do you need to bet like it's like uh, same with Drake when he bets like two million dollars on like I don't know someone to win a fight. Like you're minted. Like what is? Why, why are you doing it? I think two fairs. Uh, it may maybe something stemming from when he was younger. It might might be an addiction when he was younger, something like that. So, um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like they probably get like two hundred grand a month. It, 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 you think it wouldn't? They wouldn't need to. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it happens a lot. Um, the playoff championship playoff final is between Luton and Coventry, which is he's mad. Like that does that doesn't those two teams obviously Luton finished third. Um or no third yeah, third. Um so they probably were the I mean they weren't even the favourites to win no. the playoff. Middlesbrough were. Mm-hmm. Um so they've done a, a madness beating them and Middlesbrough are not in it because Middlesbrough just bottled it um, even with uh, Carrick as their manager who's doing an absolutely insane job um, but yeah Luton I hope Luton win up the Luton up yeah the Luton. No, no, no one wants to see Coventry in the Prem no no but yeah Luton are just a good story they went back all the way back down and came all the way back up again so it's it's a good story and I think there's one player from Luton that would become like the first player that's gone from yeah. non-league all the way up through the leagues. To, into I think the... it's like left, left back or something like that. I can't remember what his name is, um, but I think there was one player. So on just on purely on that aspect, it would be pretty cool. Um, mm. And also Premier League games could be at Milton Keynes Don Stadium, which is also pretty mad. Which is quite far. You'd have to get to, to the Luton, Luton no, games. Luton <laughs> it's also the... Um, End of the WSL season. It's come. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to bring this up. <laughs> what a season. What a season. Chelsea United are going toe for toe, mate. Yeah. I mean, we need just, to be fair, your last game is against Reading, who were at the bottom of the table. And also, I'm not even joking, we've been battering teams recently. <laughs> like. <laughs> Four, five, um, six, seven nil. It's been like... The only team you was, was us in the in the in the FA Cup final. You won one nil, um, and like we we 
We only just took it to the last day. We had to score a 93rd winner against uh, City, I think. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was and fun. So, I, I, I think Chelsea will take the title, barring some miracle. Uh, but the number of football. What, what, a, what, a, what a result! Champions League football for United next year. Done well. Good. It's been a really exciting season. It's a really exciting season, mm-hmm. and um, for it to go down to the final day, can't complain with that, can you? Not at all. Um, the FPL season is wrapping up soon. I actually haven't looked in terms of how close our league is. Um, it's, it's a lot less close now. So I went through a few weeks of being like all of us being like 35 points away from each other. Um, but I think now, I think you're 30 points ahead of me. Yeah, I've just had a look. I am I'm 40, 40 odd points ahead of you at the minute. 40 points ahead of me. Uh, I think I'm 35 points ahead of Luke, who is like 45 points ahead of Ben. So, barring any major casualties in the last game week, um, I feel like this will be our final standing. And I'll take it, Sam. Oh, yeah. B to B, boys. One and two. I'll take it. Good. Uh, I mean, I'm very happy with my season this year. I think I've got like 300 more points, 300, 400 more points than I did last year. You've done well. You've done that really well. I can't lie. <laughs> that triple captain Ronaldo scenario last year for <laughs> all of my the weeks though I chose any of the the chips just went all horribly wrong. Whereas this year they've gone they've gone alright. I'm I'm happy. I might need to uh to I know the the the, t- the title's not done yet, but it's not looking good for Ben. Let's be real, it's not looking it's not. good. For ben. So no, it's not. No. We put a forfeit on the line. At the start of the season, we did the same thing last year. The winner of our little fantasy league gets to choose a kit for the loser to buy. So that would, at the minute, if it stays the way it is, which would mean I would have to choose a kit for Ben to buy. Ben is a Liverpool fan. So there are a few teams that I could really could really torture him with. Um, any suggestions? Uh, Everton or Man United or Chelsea? I was going to say Everton or Man United either of those he'll probably wear once for the photo and then burn and then burn yeah (laughs) Um, I don't know it's just it'll be tough I mean Um, I I like you Ben you're a good lad but I don't think someone can get away with what happened last year (laughs) <laughs> someone needs to be punished <laughs> I, I got away with it quite a lot last year I've got a, an away Southampton kit um, away Southampton kit which turned out to be a lot nicer than I thought it was <laughs> Yeah, which we pretty much all originally ranked quite low in our away kit rankings last year but yeah Sam's yeah. actually turns out he likes it in the end maybe it's a ploy all along <laughs> yeah. we'll have to see what um, Ben chose as his bottom Yes, yeah, I'll have to have a look at that. But yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you on that one. And hopefully, um, I know Sam's away next week, but hopefully we can link up with those boys to sort of recap our bold predictions and then get a, get a photo for the for the Twitter, for the socials with the, with the loser in a, in a certain kit. Um, I'm very happy with my bold predictions. 
You've done pretty well, haven't you? I don't, I can't remember what I did, but you've what you predict? I think I had to go. Too cool to go, wasn't it? Yeah, too cool to be packed, which turned out to be a lot quicker than I thought. <laughs> um, I mean, Jack and not to get a red card. He's got one game left. I'm sorry. It's a miracle that Xhaka hasn't had a red card yet. Exactly. Um, so he's got one left, one game left. Don't let me down. Um, I think my other one was like um, Odegaard to get the assist record. But I mean, he scored more goals than I thought he would. I mean, for, like goals. for bold predictions, you know, we had to go, you know, it's in the title. We had to go bold. So you've been close. You've got one yeah. right and two are pretty close. Well, hopefully... Jackie gets it red and you might exactly, be. Hopefully that gets there. I'm be happy. Um, but yeah, I can't even remember why, but um no idea. I don't I think I was miles off it. I think um Oh yeah, I I remember one of them. What was that? Yeah, wasn't it uh, Jesus to outscore both Kane and <laughs> Harlan? I think that might have been one. Yeah, that was one. That was one. That that's gotta be one of the worst bold predictions. I think the only other one was, I think, Dar- um, Ben had Darwin Nunes to be top goal scorer or something like yeah. that. Or out- potentially outscore Haaland or something to do with Dar- Darwin Nunes. Um, but yeah, it's fun to look back on those at the end of the season when it's all said okay. and done. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can link up with those guys in a yeah. week or two. Shall we move to golf, mate? Because there was one hell of a story in golf this, this week. What? It was it was pretty insane. PJ Championship, second major of the season. Got the got the, the live players coming back and playing with the PGA players again, causing controversy. Um, I think Justin Thomas and John Spieth not having a great week. No. Um, getting quite angry. DeChambeau getting angry. I think there's a yeah. video of DeChambeau like kneeling down next to his ball. Um and uh, one of the just somebody in the crowd just being like, um if, if you're like you're not a pussy if you lay up. And and Mr. Shambu just saying just I'll just fuck off, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Um, but yeah, what, 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 and the, the one big story from the week, Michael Block, mate. Well, a guy, a guy out of nowhere. He he is a normally a teacher who has uh, gives lessons for like one hundred and twenty dollars. Um, I think he's been like California's top goal top golfer for like. Nine, eight of the last nine years, um, and just just had probably the weekend of his life. Um, managed to get make the cut, and then find out he's playing with Rory McIlroy, which he absolutely loved. Uh, and then managed to dunk an ace straight in the hole in front of Rory McIlroy. Like, it doesn't get much better than that. You have to check it out online on socials. Like he dunks this in. Like it just perfect chips yeah. it right in the hole. Don't get much more perfect than that in front of Rory, like Sam said. And just what a guy, man! That is yeah. something like straight out of a film, like straight out of a film. Then he finished in the top fifteen. Yeah, to finish top fifteen. He gets an invite to the next PGA Tour event, um, and and I'm guessing some. I think some other things as well. Um, but yeah, what what a weekend for him. He's made, I think he also got like 200 grand from it or something. But... Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just about to say, he's made a lot of money um, for for himself and his, for his family. And yeah, mate, it's just, he looked so emotional when they told him that he's that he's been um, 
accepted on to, to play next year on on all the, the following tournament or whatever it was. He was like in bits and yeah, man, it's just such a feel good story. Like he's just, mm-hmm. and you can just definitely tell it's going to be like a Netflix film next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> just this golf like coach or golf club pro from California, and he gets invited yeah. to PGA and he does the weekend of his life. Like fair play to him. What a guy. What an absolute guy. Um, I love it. And obviously, uh, golf world. Um, Brooks Kepka won. Yeah. So become the first live player to win a win win a major since that since they left. Um don't like Brooks Kepka, so don't really have any I think Hovland had like a, a double bogey on like the second to last hole or something, so put him out contention a little bit. Bit annoying, but yeah. Annoying Brooks Kepka won. Saw a video of him like at the ice hockey or something, like twenty four hours or forty eight hours potentially after he yeah. won. And he looked like he was in the crowd and he looked like he was absolutely wide. He's like his eyes like this. Um any tennis news? French um, Open qualifiers have started in there? Yeah, French Open uh, Rafael Nadal would not be playing. Oh, is it is it French Open? He has uh, said that he still needs time. Um he's he's led some kind of some retirement stuff out there um he probably won't be playing again for a few months so probably will miss uh Wimbledon as well um he said he might play some Davis Cup which I think is the end of the year um so it's not looking like he's going to be playing much uh if he does come back next year I think it'll probably be his last he might he might just come back for a French Open to play that as his last tournament which I would imagine um which is a shame He's, a um, he's kind of uh, the, the second last of the big the big four to kind of start going to the wayside. Um, obviously, Djokovic is still playing insane, um, even though he lost uh, in like the quarters or something. But I think the, the new the new lot of tennis stars are looking quite good. A lot of rivalries. Um, you've got Zverev who can't seem to win, but also knows he can't. So he basically says that, he basically comes out and says, I'm playing like shit. This exactly. is the worst tennis I've played. Yeah, and he's like in the semi-final, he's like, this is the worst tennis I've ever played, I'm playing shit. Um, Medvedev is winning everything. Uh, winning on clay, which is quite funny um, because he shouldn't be winning on clay. Um, and he's having a great, he, he's having fun doing it. Um, and a lot of the, the, the young tennis players are, are Looking really good. I mean, Tsitsipas still can't win a final to save his life. Like he just, he just can't get there, no. or even yet. Um, Medvedev seems to be the new guy winning everything. Um, so kind of like the next Djokovic in that way. So it's interesting. Uh, this this Roland Garros is kind of wide open at the moment, which is good. Obviously, you got Djokovic. Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, you got Djokovic, um, who if he wins, I don't. Like the only last last two people who have won it in the last like sixteen years is um Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, uh Ferinka, I think, has won a couple. And um yeah, that's it really. That's the list. That's mad, isn't it? If you think about it. the is obviously so dominant and then obviously you've got Federer and uh and Djokovic, which are pretty good too. So yeah. So it's a it is a bit of a crazy one. But it'll be interesting. 
a bit sad that he's not playing. Um, he'll probably be there, but he won't play. It's just, mm. it'll feel, it feel weird without him there. I think I saw something as well to, to say that 2024 would be probably his last year and he might just do a farewell. Even if he's maybe not 100% fit, he'll still give it a go at some of the grand slams. In the last like 10 years. Yeah. yeah so I think he's only 100%. He's had so many injuries. Um, but yeah, we should be sad because he, he really is the moving of an era, isn't it? Like, obviously. It really feels like that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's just odd. I think I mean Djokovic is still doing it, but he's got some elbow injury and mm-hmm. he's feeling a bit and um he's he's losing just a bit more than he used to. Obviously, yeah. I say used to like he used to lose like four games a year, so it wasn't like he was he was he was just <laughs> ridiculous. He's probably losing as much as a normal person would lose. Yeah, at the moment. Um, you've got like obviously Carlos Alcaraz who is also winning everything, but is injury prone. Mm. Um, so yeah it's an exciting time for tennis exciting times man um, I'll tell you what isn't exciting at the moment F1 um, yeah. um, the Imola Grand Prix was cancelled last week and rightly so there was flooding in their area and the, the oh, yeah it looked really really yeah. bad the town was, was the next to the track was majorly affected and it was the right decision um, to, to call it off considering the amount of fans that would have been coming to the area and putting their lives at risk and, and all sorts of the teams. And I think I saw like the, the paddocks were completely underwater as well, which was... Yeah, it was odd. It was like a pool. It was really um, strange. <clears throat> really, really yeah, strange. I think what they did do was cancel it or postpone it, whatever they've done. Um, but it is Monaco this weekend. Um, it's a bit of a marmite track, love it or hate it. it is it brings the glitz and the glamour. It brings probably the most exciting Saturday of the season, but uh, this the race is potentially a bit of a bore fest. So it's pretty shit. Normally, <laughs> it is just pretty shit. There's nowhere to overtake. The cars are too big to overtake at this track anymore. I, I like Monaco, and I think it it it's one of those that is historic. Um, and I can I understand why it's on the the calendar. I think it should be on the calendar. Um, but it is a boring race. I think they just have to face facts that they, they just have a boring race there. I mean, if, if, if you um, your your odds on to win, I just hope because you know obviously Red Bull have dominated this year. There's not been a race that they haven't won. Um, so I just hope that you know I know Red Bull's car is quick, but especially in, in straight line tracks like Miami, um, like Baku, you're going to get the full potential out of that car. But Monaco is different. And obviously yeah. you've got Charles Leclerc, although, I know, although he's prone to an error, and I know Ferrari are prone to an error. He, like, loves he doesn't love a Sunday. Yeah, he loves a Saturday. And, you know, if you stick it on pole, 99% chance you're going to win at Monaco. So if... If it's a if it's a, a rebel one two, then there's potentially no point watching the Grand Prix because you know that they're just going to win easy. So I'm hoping that either a Charles Leclerc or a um, Alonso can just stick it on pole and put a bit of a bit of a surprise in. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see for that one. Um, otherwise, it could be a bit of a bore fest. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of what it sounds like it's going to be. A little bit, a little bit. Um, 
NBA playoffs. Any updates on that? On that one? Well, the Denver Nuggets have just swept the the Lakers four nil. Swept four nil. I mean, to be fair, they were all relatively close-ish games. None of them were like wipeouts, but I think, yeah, just the, the Nuggets tore through them. I think LeBron had forty points in the last game, which still wasn't enough. Um, it's the Denver Nuggets' first NBA Finals. First, first, what? first ever NBA Finals. Uh, Nikola Jokic is is getting him there. He's a baller. I like him. I like he him. Is, he's cool. He's averaging a triple double in this in these playoffs. Um, he's at, he's had eight triple doubles in this playoffs alone. Um, like he is absolutely balling, and it's it's quite nice. It's quite good to see. Like I I I think I love the story of LeBron getting to the finals again and and the Lakers, and I think everyone is in love with this Lakers Celtics kind of um rivalry in the finals with them won like seventeen titles each I think it is um so I understand that but it's quite I think also that like the 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 Celtics are three 0 down to the heat like it doesn't look like either of them will get through no, yeah well, obviously the Lakers haven't but it doesn't look like the Celtics will will win either um no team has ever won from a three 0 down in a playoff series ever um so the odds aren't in their favor and also the heat are playing outstanding um, and I think if it is a Denver uh, Miami final finals, it's going to be hard to for for a neutral. It's going to be hard to know who you want to win because they're both very likable teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Denver get the plaudits they deserve, and like Jimmy Butler on 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 the Heat has kind of revived that team. Um, so yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. But if if because they play tonight, if uh, the the Heat win. Then there'll be a nine-day gap between now and the, wow. the the being played because normally there's a there's a big gap just to just to wait until um they know who's going to be in it. But if they're both two clean sweeps, yeah, because yeah, more, more often than not, it goes down to the last game or or you know it's a little bit closer than than a clean sweep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's exactly. mad. If it goes so, the way it's looking, more than likely. Who do you think would win between the Nuggets and the Heat? Miami Heat. I think I think the Nuggets would take it. Um, they have kind of dominated the whole the whole playoffs. I think they the only games they lost. I think they had a, a tough one against the Suns in the first round. I think it went to the game seven. But apart from that, I think they've swept the whole way. Um, so I'd I'd see that I'd see Denver winning it. But I mean, anything can happen. Obviously, it's, it's a seven game series. It's a bit different to. It's not just relying on one game. I think if they had one game to do it, I think Denver would win. But I think Miami could get there in seven. Or it's, it's yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, but like Miami, I think like the seventh seed, and Denver are like the first seed of their. Oh really? No. So it's not. Um, in terms of that, they're not. They, it should be easy win for the. So there's the. Oh, it just came up, but it's went again. That's helpful. Trying to find just find the table. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, the Heat were the eighth seed. Wow. So they're, they're they're the last to get into the playoffs. They've done well then. That um, that can't and happen. They, they, they beat the Bucks. Um, they they beat the Knicks. Uh, they're going to beat the Celtics at this rate. Whereas Denver Nuggets uh, won their conference. Came first. By by led by two games, 
Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy. That was pretty. Yeah, that's pretty mental. Mm. I love an underdog though, so I hope it's not like a. If they those two meet in the final, hopefully it's a it's a good entertaining final rather than a complete battering. If they are yeah. that, you know, different seeds. Um, but yeah, um, cricket. Um, Joffrey Archer has suffered another injury setback. Um, he's now out for the Ashes out for the summer. Um, absolutely gutted for the bloke, man. He's just he had such an explosive entrance into 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 the cricket scene, and now he's just riddled with an injury. Like, just can't catch a break, can he? No, it's it is it's, it's sad. I mean, everyone just wants to watch him play, and he just whenever an opportunity comes up like this. Just something happens. Um, it must be hard, heartbreaking for him. Um, I just, I just hope that he can kind of get the rest he needs to get stronger. But I mean, we probably overused him when, when he was playing. He was playing all forms of cricket and yeah, um, was bowling ninety six miles an hour. I, we haven't really gotten his longevity down. Um, not quite as 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 well as Jimmy Anderson. Well, yeah, that was that was going to say that actually. Twenty years this week to the day uh, since Jimmy played his first Test match for England, and he got five wickets on debut. Um, he's an absolute goat. Um, he, providing he's not injured, he should be in the Ashes squad. Um, I think even he had an interview, and I think he said like he's looking to play, hopefully three out of the five Tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's he's been very realistic. I think he's been very good with his injuries, uh, taking the right amount of time off. Uh, even if he's played a series, like when he played a test series with England, he'll play the first series, yeah. um, and will take like a, f- a five wicket haul, seven wicket haul for for that for that test, and then he'll he'll take the second one out and he won't mm-hmm. play. Yeah, um, and he, he's been very good at that, and obviously it's helped his career. And he's played twenty years, which is in, insane. Um, for a pace bob as well, exactly. Um, and he's had to, he's had his fair few injuries. Like it doesn't. He's not. It's not that he's um, been lucky. Like he's been out for a lot of of, yeah. of games. Like if if he played all the games he could have done, he probably would have hundred more wickets. Um, that being said, he's obviously the the highest wicket taker in uh, pace bowlers in history. Um, so. Yeah, it's, I I love Jimmy Anderson. I, I always root for him when he plays because yeah, I want to see him get wickets. I think he's like fifteen behind, fifteen or twenty behind Shane Warne, who's yeah. second. Uh, you obviously got uh, Murrilithran, who's number one, who's a little bit further ahead. But it would be amazing to see Jimmy break that well, get second place this summer. Um, and I think Stuart Broad. Um, again, another one that's that's been going for a while, not as long as Jimmy, but um, he should be in the Ashes squad as well. I think I saw quite a funny clip of he's got a new Ashes song or a new a new song that they're, they're promoting, um, which obviously um, takes a little bit of uh, fun out of um, what's the what's the Australian left-handed batsman? What's it? David Warner. He has a bit of beef with him. His um, obviously. He, he get broad gets worn out every single time. Every time, every time. And that, the last Ashes was amazing. I think pretty sure he got him out like seven out of ten times or something. So um, I'm hoping for more of that. Hundred um, percent. 
It's going to be an exciting Ashes. I can't wait, mate. I'm actually so buzzing for it. It's going to be so good because obviously we're playing this baseball. Last time out, we got absolutely slapped about in the Ashes yeah. tour in in Australia. I think they beat. I think it was a, a complete, you know, like battering. I think it was five nil. I think it might have been. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it, for it to be a lot closer. And yeah, and Jimmy will be swinging it. When's the first te- test? Um, I actually don't know. You know. Because they've got the they've got the um, practiced practice test with uh, Ireland yeah. coming up in June, sixteenth of June. Sixteenth, yeah, sixteenth. I mean, Georgia wanted to know what I wanted to do for my birthday. Just going to stick the TV on for for seven hours. <laughs> the ashes. <laughs> That's why I want to get this decking sorted because I could just sit there, <laughs> beer and out, sit there in the chair like. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's nothing better with a, with a bit of cricket on in the summer. No, and uh, like Steve Smith is playing for Surrey at the moment, I think. Yeah, Surrey or Sussex, one of those, I remember. He's gone out LBW three times in like the last yeah. week. Um, and uh, so it's exciting, exciting to very excited for it. I saw him, he got, um, he bowled his Australian. Australian teammate Michael, I think it's like Nessa or something like that. He bowled him out when uh, when I can't remember, is it Sussex or sorry, whoever whoever Smith's playing for. He bowled him out, yeah. but it was the worst ball I've ever seen in my life. It was such a he's a spinner, Steve Smith, but it was yeah. the biggest well, loop. I think, I think that's what, and any like non non bowler, their bowling is, is spin because like, they're not gonna be fast enough to ever get away with being a pace bowler. It was like the biggest looper ever. Like this guy could have just come down the track and just hit it on a full toss to to for six, but he just let it bounce and he just completely bowled him like a little bit of turn to be fair. But yeah, it was Probably. absolutely awful, absolutely awful. Um, oh, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the pod. Obviously, you got Russ Cook, the Hardy skis that we mentioned last week. He's still um, still running the length of Africa. I think he's on that day thirty-one now. Uh, yeah. I think he's done. I think he had. This week he had a stomach bug, um, so everything that he ate, it was just coming out of both ends, which is pretty grim. But he still managed to do half a marathon. Yeah, if he still managed to do like 26 k or something. I'm like, okay, you've you've had like one square of chocolate to eat. How are you managing this? No idea. Absolutely. And also In shout there. out, shout out, uh, Pat McAfee and the boys, because they uh they. They are signed to ESPN now, so making that big money. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, doing uh, doing bits. I mean, seeing them on ESPN would be very cool. They've got a big audience there, so it's uh, big moves. Big moves. I think a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, you're selling out. You're selling out." Like, but I think they're keeping the same format, and I think they're still. Yeah, I think I don't think he would. I think, it, like you said, he's, he's done a lot with um, a lot of his uh, co-hosts and stuff. We've got new families and he's trying to be a bit more flexible and to get a bit more time for everyone. Obviously, he's got a new family. He's got a new kid. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I think it'll aid a bit of uh, a bit of flexibility. So they don't have to do it like every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they might be able to use some highlights on ESPN. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the only thing missing is they aren't able to use like... Actual clips. Footage, yeah, actual clips. Um, it probably hasn't hindered them, but 
um, it'd be quite good to to see. Mm -hmm. All right. Any shockers or heroes of the week? Um, mine's going to be shocker is going to be Arsenal for a bottle in the league. Wow. Okay. Big one. Um, oh. my one. I think I got two, and they're both sort of football related. So the first one is actually Frank Lampard. Yes. Sorry, Frank. Um, I think he was quoted this week about the young players in particular, Carney, Chukwu, and Mika. I think he said that you've got to wait your time and have to understand. I want him. To, I want to give him minutes, but I have to think about my job. Which is... Well, your caretaker job. Your caretaker job, which you've lost six out of the flipping seven or eight games that you've had. Why are you just not playing youth? Like, Why are you playing players that just don't want to be at the club anymore? And why yeah. are you thinking about yourself first? Like, it's just, I don't know. Just very yeah, sus behaviour. It is very sus behaviour. And he's... he's... I don't think he's thinking about his job at all because if he was, then he would pick a completely different team. He's got to do um, because you're like twelfth in the league. You're only there to win the next game. It's not going to get you anywhere. No, you might as well try and win. Um, and like you've got good youth players, just play them. Just play exactly that. And then the other one was uh Rory Jennings. Rory Jennings is like a YouTuber, um, quite an opinionated Chelsea fan. He said at the start of the season that Haaland's going to flop. Um, and he said he won't. He won't uh, he'll have a tough, tough first season. He won't cut it in the prem. And Haaland's gone on to break all the records possible. So that's that's an absolute stinker. So, yeah. um, here I think he has an apology. Yeah, he has done an apology. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Or quite yeah. rightly so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that video clip's going to be played for for years to come. One. I'll see you. Absolute egg. Um, hero of the week. Oh, um, I'm going to go with uh United women's team for taking it to the last day, day of the season. Fair play. Michael Block. Oh um, yeah. Got to be done. Got to be done. Michael Block, hero of the week. Um, and yeah, that wraps up the pod. Um, Sam's away next week, but we'll try and get. Um, an end of the season football roundup with the corridor lads to work out who's going to be getting the FPL forfeit. But yeah, other than that, enjoy the week and weekend of sport, and we'll catch you again next time. Sounds in a good. bit.